Welcome back to Game Dice. This is episode 7 on the 28th of July. And today we're going to be digging into some interesting topics. We've got another leak for Call of Duty and this <laughs> this leak. <laughs> it um, it comes from a very unexpected place. Let's let's say that much, okay? So that's that. So another Call of Duty leak. We actually get the full name of this. We're also going to dig into some Cuphead stuff. There is a show, and we've seen some of it, so there's that. We're also going to talk about Ghost of Tsushima, just very briefly, and Halo Infinite, which was shown at the Microsoft Game Show, but not a lot of people seem impressed by that. We're going to get into some of the reasons why that is. Also, we're going to touch on Fable, which was announced at the Microsoft Game Show, but wasn't really shown. We see a cinematic, but we'll get into that later. We'll talk about that and the studio making it as well. So all of that to look forward to in this episode. Don't forget to follow at the Game Dice on Twitter. Just shoving that in quickly before we get into this episode. So with that out of the way, let's finally get into the news. Okay, so the first thing to get into is actually the COD 2020 leaks. Because I know that's why you're here. That's why most people are here. Let's face it. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so this, as I mentioned before, this wasn't linked by Activision or some inside guy or something like that. This was actually leaked by Doritos. Stay with me. Stay with me. <laughs> so Doritos are partnering with Activision this year. So they've they've done this in the past. Where Activision have partnered with. Uh, other food companies and basically what they do is add double xp tokens to that food item so for example in the past it may have been monster where you open the can and on the top of the pull ring on the back there's actually like a code that you input into the website and they give you double xp tokens that way and that was with monster obviously this time around it's of course going to be doritos but this leak, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just funny, you know, Doritos, like, they're the last, that's like the last company that you'd expect to leak anything about any video game, right? But they did, and they actually added the title of the game to this kind of promo board, and they pretty much confirm that the title is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So there's that. There's also going to be double XP Doritos promo running. So there's that. But one of the big things is that you can actually win a double XP for an entire year. Yeah, that's right. Every bag you buy, there's like a chance uh, that you'll win double XP for that year. And this promo, funnily enough, actually runs until the end of January next year. So that's kind of interesting. I don't know what the uh, previous XP promos ran till. I'm not too sure. I can't remember. I don't have any to hand. They're probably all expired now anyway. But uh, this does run until next year. So that's interesting. <laughs> it's just funny. I, I can't help it. But the idea is that you, you buy the bag. And there's a kind of code on the bag. And you... Uh, you get the code and then you, you know, go to uh, Call of Duty, uh, Doritos, sorry, 
go to doritos.com slash call of duty and then you put the code in and then you know you get your token presumably you link your account and all that kind of stuff so <laughs> there's that there's that there is of course a bunch of um a bunch of other like smaller information uh, written on the bag here uh, you have to be 17 and uh it, the promotion ends on the 31st that kind of stuff uh the double xp for a year is like the kind of the big prize and you every bag you buy kind of gives you that chance uh to win that so that's interesting i <laughs> i was not expecting that at all i'm actually looking at the um the information right now it's right in front of me uh and i'm just looking for some kind of date or something that may give us a better idea of when this actually comes out. It doesn't, but it does say there's a maximum of 160 codes per person. So, presumably, you'll only be able to get 160 at most, unless you win for a year. Then you get more, of course. So there's that. And again, this this reminds me of the monster kind of promos that they had with the previous games. You drink your monster and you get your double XP and stuff. And that was kind of cool. I liked that because I drink a lot of monster anyway. So that kind of worked out nicely for me. The Doritos one, mm, we'll see. I don't know if this is US only. It Obviously, it doesn't say specifically, but um, it could be that monster in the UK, Doritos in the US. I, I don't know. Or it could just be worldwide. It's difficult to say. But I like this. I like I like it when they do that kind of stuff. I did. I, I, I got so many codes. Like when I drank the monster. Ah, I, I was just I was swimming in codes. <laughs> I think it was Infinite Warfare actually. Yeah, it was. It was Infinite Warfare. I had so many codes. I was giving them away to people. That's so many. I think if I go back. And load up Infinite Warfare now. I still got like a hundred tokens. Or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So that's that's that. So that pretty much confirms the name. For Call of Duty this year. Black Ops Cold War. Interesting. It's all it's all coming together now. You know like all the leagues. I, I spoke about the map names last week. And stuff like that. So we've got a lot of information about this game now. We're just missing the official reveal. Which apparently is slated to happen in the August PlayStation event. Apparently there's going to be an event for PlayStation around the 4th or the 5th of August. And that's when people are kind of hoping Call of Duty gets revealed. I was thinking it was going to be revealed at the last event, but it wasn't. Which was really strange. But hey, you know, we know the name. We know how many maps are coming. We know when it's set. We know the names of all the maps and the war zones and we know that it's going to have zombies and there's the traditional minimap is making a return and all that kind of stuff so we know a lot about it we'll just have to see what happens when they finally reveal it we'll see how much of this information is true i have a very strong feeling that a good 90 percent of what we know so far is going to be true so we'll see how that shapes up but the next news item is Halo Infinite and the Microsoft game event. So Microsoft had their game event recently. In case you didn't know, it happened um, last week. Well, I say last week. It was only a couple of days ago, but technically speaking, it was last week. 
and they showed off some interesting stuff. They had a lot of games that most people didn't really care about. Let's face it, that's it's the truth. They did, however, show the hotly anticipated Halo Infinite. I'm I'm I don't care about this game, right? I'm not gonna like let's just be truthful. I, I don't like Halo, okay? But it's it it was showed off at this event and it's had some very mixed receptions. Some people think it looks okay, some people not so much. I'm on the fence of not so much. I'm not going to lie. If the game looks good, I'll say it looks good. I have nothing against that. But this game did not look good. I mean, it looked fine for an Xbox One game. But we're talking next generation now. We're talking the next kind of leap in graphical fidelity. You know, we already know that PCs can do more than the current gen consoles already. A lot more. Like, a, a lot more. So the question is, why didn't this game look like it could do more it just looked like it could just be a a current gen game and we know that it's probably coming to the xbox one it probably is almost definitely but that that xbox series x quote-unquote gameplay that just didn't look very impressive to me and it didn't look impressive to a lot of people it seems and some people did some digging and actually found that it was actually running on a pc not an xbox series x like the hardware itself what the hell? Why? <laughs> That's really weird, but apparently it was running on a PC that was simulating Series X technology, not an actual Series X itself. That's really bizarre. Why would they do that? That I, <laughs> It doesn't compute to me. And, you know, I... <sighs> I get it. Maybe if the Series X was super far off, like it was coming out next year, then I'd say, okay, fair enough. You don't maybe you don't have the final hardware ready to go, so you're just going to simulate it on a PC, and that's fine. But it's coming out in like what? It's July now. We're almost out of July, so August, September, October, four months. It's coming out in four months. The hardware surely must be finalized by now. I mean, they've got to be well into production by now. The PS5 is. Sony have already confirmed that they're ramping up uh, supplies. So, of course, the consoles are in production now. So, why isn't this game running on one? Surely they must have one ready to go by now. I mean, surely, right? It's really odd. It's really odd. But, of course, the game may be coming to PC... So maybe they just got lazy and thought, eh, you know what, let's just have it running on a PC instead. I don't know. It's really weird. It was, again, it was mixed reception, mostly negative, <laughs> based on the on the graphics that we saw. Gameplay-wise, I think everything looks pretty solid. I think most people would agree that it looks fairly solid. It's just graphically, it looks really poor. I gotta say, I saw it. And I thought the exact same thing. I thought, oh, that maybe they're showing it on an Xbox One instead. But no, it it, it was supposed to be Series X simulated hardware. It's, it's weird. It's weird that they did that. I, I don't get it. I, I, that's all I really have to say about that game in particular. You know, I just, that's it, you know. <laughs> but a lot of people will say, oh, Halo was the big thing. Not for me. Fable was the big reveal for me because you know i grew up on fable i played a lot of it 
and they showed a kind of in-engine stuff. There was no gameplay, so it was purely cinematic, I guess you could say. And, you know, it it, it was alright, I guess. <laughs> it's hard to comment on a cinematic trailer that basically doesn't show anything of the game at all, besides a bit of the world it's set in, I suppose. Uh, like I was saying, I grew up on Fable, so I, I remember playing Fable 1 on the original Xbox. Yes. The OG Xbox, mm-hmm, yep, that one. I played that, I loved it. I mean, there was a Fable Lost Chapters release as well. Um, and then, of course, Fable 2 and 3, which kind of sucked, to be fair. Like, it, yeah. uh, but this new one, it's just called Fable. So there's that. But it's not being developed by the same studio, which was Lionhead Studios originally. They also made uh, Black and White on PC and again uh, another awesome I, I like that not a lot of people do I like that game I don't know I like that kind of I don't know what you call it that kind of game where you kind of control a lot of people you know kind of like Age of Empires I guess you could call it RTS but yeah I'm not too sure but they made that and of course Peter Monolu was kind of head of Lionhead right it was kind of his his thing it was his baby he kind of pushed for that and he, he made fable there was uh, i remember a lot of promises being made about fable in particular like back in the day they were like oh you can watch the trees grow in real time <laughs> all this kind of stuff and, uh, seriously he said that uh yeah those things didn't come to fruition so he has a lot of great ideas but a lot of them just can't be implemented i don't know if it was ahead of its time or maybe they just put it in the game and thought you know this is a bit uh yeah maybe not but either way like a lot of his great ideas did in fact get put into the game so he's as far as i can tell he's got nothing to do with this game and neither does lionhead studios a lot of the team did move over to another studio but a lot of uh, the talent that was at lionhead and of course peter himself is not actually gonna be developing this game now if a lot of people may remember fable is set in the uk or is set in a sort of fictional version at least at the very least and there's a lot of characters with british accents some scousers in there as well and all that kind of stuff and it was fun it was it played into the humor uh but i don't know about this new one is it going to be set in the same place are we still going to have all of the british voices and all that kind of stuff i don't know we'll see I'm not so sure, but it really depends on the studio and how the game actually turns out. We, Like I said, we haven't seen anything about it, so we literally don't know. So we'll have to see how that pans out. But that was a big reveal for me, because Fable 3 was a, a letdown, to say the least. Uh, Fable 2 was great, as is the original as well, of course. But we'll have to see how this new one pans out. I'm really hoping, I have high hopes, but I want to see some actual gameplay before I really decide, on. oh yes, it's going to look great and, and stuff like that. So we'll see how that turns out. In other news, <laughs> this is this is awesome. I mean, seriously, this is probably like the best thing that I've seen all day. There is, uh, I, uh, I need to, okay, okay. <sighs> Netflix have shared... A sneak peek of a Cuphead show, right? So let me get into this. So there was a, a, 
I, I wouldn't call it a trailer. It was more like a sort of behind the scenes kind of quick look at the Cuphead show that's being made. And the guy, Ryan Brown on Twitter, you can find him at, at Toad's Anime. And he basically shared this video. It's only 46 seconds long, but my God, it looks good. Okay. <laughs> Cuphead has a very iconic art style. It kind of heralds back to uh, 1930 cartoons. So it's it's shaping up to be awesome. I mean, it looks really good. Art style is so beautiful. I I love it. I mean, the whole thing about Cuphead and Mugman <laughs> in the in in the game Cuphead, it's so the art style is just phenomenal. I mean, it's some of the best I've ever seen in a video game. So the fact that they're actually making a show like based on it with the same art style and everything, oh my god, that's gonna be amazing. It was announced last summer, but. Clearly, we've just got a scene a little bit here from the video, and it does look good. It really does. There's no word on when it's coming, but clearly, it's moving in the right direction. We can see the things are happening, it's being created, and the voices are returning and all that kind of stuff. So, things are looking pretty good. I I really like the look of this. I can't wait for this, seriously. And I don't normally get, like, really hyped about a show, but... You know I must be if it's it's going to be good, right? And it really does look good. So going back to that oldie style cartoon animation drawing and all that kind of stuff. Ah, it's it's great. It's it's right up my street. I remember studying this. I went right back to the beginning of cartoons, talk about art style and how it's all changed in the golden age of animation and all that kind of stuff. Oh, this is looking good. This is looking very, very good. So I just had to cram this in. It is technically game-related, right? Yeah, it is. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) But now, now that that's out of the way, let's move on to the next topic. And the final couple of topics here is actually just the Ghost of Tsushima, which was released on the 17th, I believe. That actually started breaking some sales records, at least in Japan. It was the top-selling game on its release, which is quite surprising because it actually released alongside Paper Mario, which, you know, Japanese people like their own games. You know, Nintendo games tend to be quite high up there along with uh, Sony's internal studio games. So it was nice to see at least an American studio uh, reach that number one spot. And it it pretty much goes to show that that game is pretty damn accurate. Like, they must have got a lot right in order for Japanese people to be like, oh, yeah, this is such a great game, blah, blah, blah. So that game's doing pretty good. The final thing for today, quick topic, is actually Cuphead showing up on the PlayStation Store, interestingly. This is uh, actually posted by somebody on Twitter, Wario64, posted a screenshot where he shows the international store for the PSN and it it shows Cuphead and you know what I actually remember seeing this on the PlayStation store and I completely just ignored it <laughs> I, I literally I was on the PlayStation store like uh, four days ago and I saw it uh, but I didn't really pay any attention to it I just assumed it was already there like you know yeah of course it's on PlayStation why wouldn't it be <laughs> and I just thought oh my gosh like no it's not of course it's not so that's interesting yeah, that could obviously that must be signaling that it's on its way so 
Cophead PS4 launch inbound, right? Um, nobody said anything about when it's coming or anything. It's already on PC, on Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. I've played it on the Switch. Fantastic. Runs perfectly. Um, so it'd be interesting to see the release on PS4. I mean, it's bound to happen, clearly, because it's showing up in the PSN store. But that pretty much wraps up this episode. So thanks, everybody, for listening. You know who you are. Thanks again. Don't forget to follow on Twitter at the Game Dice because you'll keep all the latest news. I'll also spam all my links on there, so make sure you're there. Make sure you're following. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.